sorry. Uh, this is like our, seriously, very, very first episode. Like, for real. Like, hey, man, for real, man. Whoa. You tripping, man. You got me having me wasting my sexy voice, man. I got a date and stuff tonight, man. It's the huh? first girl, man. You know what I'm saying? She wants to hear the nurse. I mean, oh. you, know, you got me, man, for real, man. Hey, listen. I'm still getting paid, right? Yeah, man, for real. I got you. Yo. Who hit the music? Man, what the? F Well, 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 it finally happened and thank you. Thank you, thank you. This is your boy Dame Smith and welcome to the first episode of Something Like a Podcast. We truly appreciate you uh, stepping in. Hope I'm glad that you took the time to, you know, listen to us and, and, and come out and, and see what it is that we have. All right. So to let you know what's really definitely going on with this, this is something like a podcast and the name is exactly what it says. It's something like a podcast, which means that it has structure like a podcast, but the topics bounce all over the place, pretty much like everybody else's podcast. But I decided to call it something like a podcast to let you know heads up. Well, on that note. What we can be discussing on something like a podcast, we can talk about all things from sports, all aspects of sports, uh, football, baseball, basketball, cheerleading, lacrosse, rugby, um, Greco-Roman wrestling, all that type of stuff, to talking about social issues, to um, discussing what's going on in the world with social media and all this crazy stuff that you guys are putting on there. But there are two things, two Two things. That we will not discuss. One. Religion. Nope. Not gonna happen. Politics. Nope. Just that simple. It's just like that. Those are things that we will not discuss here. We do not discuss religion. We do not discuss politics. We will not be discussing previous presidents. Current presidents, your cousin president. We will not be talking about that God, this God, your other God, or anybody else's God. Because this is just not that type of show. All we're trying to do is have fun. So if you're having problems with that, well, that's just basically it. Don't take it the wrong way. I mean, I don't need you to sit over there. It's just life, and it's how life works. So if you're having problems with that, and you don't know really what to say back it's real simple just sit back and listen and enjoy the show baby welcome to slap again slap is an open format show in which we can bounce all over everywhere but we are structured and have a nice little setup and make sure you know everything goes we air every thursday from 7 to 7 45 no later than eight o'clock because that's all the time we're allotted because of our illustrious owner dexter abernathy the third in which you will meet later on um this is a very exceptional show man so I say, because it's mine, of course, but there are different things, man. Like I said, I'm I'm not back at home anymore, not in chat. I'm down here in Jacksonville. So what I want to do is just reach back and talk to my people and not just that, but also give them the opportunity 
to get on the show and and get their business out there, man. Slap is just not a podcast for me to get up here and babble. It's an opportunity for the small guy to be heard. True enough, Facebook is doing it. But, man, with all these ads and stuff that they have on there, man, it is borderline impossible, you know, to really just get your stuff out there except to a small little select friends that you have that probably comment on one or two things. And, you know, yeah, they'll circle through your, your news feed off and on. But seriously, man, do you really want to deal with that? So what I want to do is at least for 7 to 7.45 every Thursday, as many times as I possibly can, which will be every Thursday all year, and not just for a couple of weeks, is give that person, regardless of what it is, an opportunity to be heard. And that's just it. I just want to give you an opportunity. And hopefully we gain listeners together. And that's all that's just we're really trying to get done here is just give, you know, give everybody an opportunity to be heard. That's all. Nothing spectacular, nothing major, you know, nothing more. All right. So another warning that I need to give you guys, another warning that I need to let you guys know is this show is rated R. There's nothing I can do about that. It's an R-rated show. I want to sit here and have your kids listening and thinking everything's going to be cool. And I slip up and be like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Fuck. Things of that nature. Do I shoot them out on purpose? No. So things just happen. So I just want to give you a heads up on everything. Now, get into some more crazy stuff. I am not on this show alone. It's not just me. There are other co-hosts. They are not on this initial show as far as their segments, but they will be on future shows. Um, my guy, the world's most tolerable asshole which is Warren Sanders. He's our guy that comes in. He discusses boxing. He discusses uh, wrestling, you know, MMA, that type of stuff. Uh, nine times out of ten, he's just going to talk about him because that's just, you know, really how he does stuff. So you just got to tolerate him. Everything will be cool. It's all right. No worries. No big deals. He's a cool cat. Everybody's going to love him. All right. Now, from Warren, we have our resident college football coach, which is Rupert T. Jacobson. Uh, he is a division of yo yo. This this is four. Yeah, it's hard. How there's no division four? All right, just go with it. All right, um, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Rupert T. Jackson, division four football coach. He's the head coach at. Wow. What's a matter? University fighting pink flamingos. He'll be our resident sports guy. He'll come in and talk about football, baseball, basketball, all the other sports outside of the, you know, MMA and boxing world. And then we have our owner, the guy, the luckiest man in the world, Dexter Abernathy III. He won a local $2.3 billion lottery. And that's how we're all here today. Uh, Dexter is... You know, he kind of like that guy, man, like on Def Comedy Jam. He just really comes out at the end or if things get a little out of control. He has no choice. He demands that he's hurt. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So that's just how the world works yet again. So it's no big deal. But that's our guard, Dexter Abernathy III. He's also our owner and proprietor. Like I said, he comes around at the end. Now, what we have going on in this episode, um, just some good Good welcome to Slap Radio type stuff, man. This is also a fantastic week for a lot of us out there, whether they're here or gone. This is Mother's Day week, 
I mean, it's our Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday. And uh, later on in the show, we'll have a salute to mothers where I've uh, reached out to some very close personal friends of mine, family members to ask them, you know, just let me know what Mother's Day means to you, man. And we'll get out here and we'll post it, you know, let everybody hear it. Um, speaking of posting, if you just so happen Climb from up under a rock and have a Facebook page. Please go to the Facebook page. Something like a podcast. There's a picture of me, your host, Dame Smith, smacking the shit out of Robin. He probably bought it on himself because he has to double a dumbass question on what's the name of the show after we've already talked about it. So nothing personal, nothing major. Baby, everything's going to be OK. All right. So, like I said, I said, that's what we got coming up later on this episode. Also, we'll have. Right after our commercial break, some discussions about something that is very key. They had a, a, a major, major breakup in my life. And it's really, you know, something I want to discuss with everybody. Sometimes you just got to let your, your personal business get out there. Um, so that'll be next up after this commercial break. We will, you know, talk about my personal life and some things that have drastically changed. And I know some of y'all out there have seen it. Some of y'all I've told personally. So then when I get back, man, you know, it's just it's going to be that. Then after that, we had another couple of commercials break and then we will definitely roll into um, our Mother's Day celebrations and stuff of that nature, man. Again, I want to appreciate y'all for coming out, sitting down those 3000 people over in the corner. What up, though? Yo, baby, I appreciate y'all coming out. And um, that's fantastic. Now, another thing I need to let you guys know. We have transitions. And since I am a comic, well, not a comic book geek, but a superhero geek to a certain time, every time you hear this, nine times out of ten, things are about to change. So on that note, are you a local indie wrestler feeling like your career is just stuck in the mud? <laughs> now when you're hitting the curtain, you're kind of getting that and then, of course, there's this guy. Ooh, you suck! Well, do I have the opportunity of a lifetime for you? Wilson here, brother. On something like a podcast, we're offering an opportunity for indie wrestlers to get their name out there. You want to come out here and talk about wrestling? Get your promotions out there to different places where you're working and your different bookings? Please, by all means, hit us up on Facebook. That's something like a podcast where we're going to let the indie wrestler be heard. We know we got guys out there making it to the big time beat shows, but what we want to do is get the little guy voice. So if you want to be that guy, brother, and you're trying to be heard, come on out here. We want refs, we want workers, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't really matter. We want to hear your voice so you can be heard. This is something like a podcast, Indie Wrestler of the Week. Hit us up on Facebook and we'll let the fans decide. Coach Rupert T. Jacobson, head football coach for Division Four. What's the matter, you fighting pink flamingos? And I'm looking for you coaches and athletes so you can be nominated for something like a podcast, Athlete of the Week. What we need you to do is go to the Facebook page, Something Like a Podcast, and nominate your favorite athlete or coach, and then we'll vote on them. And then you'll get an opportunity to be heard here on Something Like a Podcast and be interviewed by me, Rupert T. Jacobson. 
the winningest coach in Division IV football history. The only coach ever to schedule a 22-game season two years in a row. I'm the only coach in Division IV with 24 victories in 25 seasons. So I'll see you on something like a podcast with me, head coach Rupert T. Jacobson. All right, guys, I need you to simmer down. Pop her down. Listen up for row. All right, Wisniewski. All right, and we are back. Um, uh, those are the two previous commercials that you heard. Welcome back. First of all, welcome back to Slap Radio, Slap Podcast on Spreaker uh, Radio. This is your host, Dame Smith. This is something like a podcast, Slap Radio. All right, so we are now back. Those two previous commercials you heard are for Indie Wrestler and Athlete of the Week. Those are just two programs that we're doing here on something like a podcast for the little guy. We can't sit up here and say we're for the little guy and not let the little guy or the unknown guy get an opportunity to be heard. So the way to handle that, go to the Facebook page, go to something like a podcast. And when you get there, find the post that has uh, nominated indie wrestler or promoter of the week or valet or whatever, or the athlete of the week. And when you see those nominated athlete, we'll put up a poll after we get like so many and the winner of the athlete of the week, We'll, uh, you know, we'll get an interview and get their stats out or the indie wrestler of the week. We'll interview them and let them talk about their promotions and get themselves out. Now, the thing with that is if there's five or whoever guys are nominated or ladies that are nominated, if you don't win that week, I'm going to get you on. I can't say again that I'm here for the little guy and not offer the little guy an opportunity. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like borderline stupid. So. Basically, what I'm saying is here, if you're not on week one, you'll get on week two. And this show does not plan on being a fly by night. Hopefully, I can entertain you people enough to where this thing keeps going on for years and years and years. But right now, until at least May 9th, 2020, we still rolling. Okay. It's that time. I know... Many of you are wondering what exactly is going on with me. Um, because I know that you've seen some things that are going like sideways in my life, and I just don't. Oh God, what to do? And I know you're wondering, like, damn, what happened? What happened, damn? You look so happy. Everything looked so good. And 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 then boom. It it went south. Dame. Dame. You got to tell us what happened. Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Me and football had to break up, man. I know (laughs) that a lot of you were wondering, like, Dame, what happened? You look so happy. Yeah, I did. And and that's it. I walked up to football after this last little hurrah. And I I I had to, you know, 
And football was not happy. I mean, not a bit. And when I looked deep into football's eyes, I was like, football, say something back to me. And football asked why. So I told football exactly what the situation was on why we're, we're not the same. Honestly, football has changed, and I'm sorry I didn't change with it. It, it, it's a thing to where I had to seriously look down, look at football and be like, this place is not what I'm used to. Football was is fun to me. Football is a joy. Football is something I, I enjoy doing, playing and coaching. But now being on this coaching ass side of it, I'm sorry, it has turned too much into a business and I just can't do that anymore. From little league to middle school to high school to semi, well, semi pro, semi pro, but college, it's just too much. It's just too much, man. I, I just want to have fun. I want to teach some kids. I want to get them better for the next level as, as as much as I possibly can, and let that be it. I understand there's going to be politics. I understand there's going to be money. I understand all that. But when it gets to the point to where, man, I'm, I'm not. I can't lie to a kid and get them to want to go do something with me, knowing that the program's not run correctly. I'm sorry. And it's just how it's going to be. And I guess after Little League experiences, some I've created on my own terribly, and high school experience, not getting the opportunity in my own hometown after, you know, a situation that, which we'll get in later. But, you know, it's just a lot of things happened to where when this college experience ended, I looked at football and was like, we good. Because if I have been chasing this goal and dream to coach football, and I look at it one way and only there's one or two coaches that probably looked at it the other way I did looked at it the way I did. But a lot of coaches don't look at it the way I do. That means the way I'm looking at it must be wrong. And at 42 years old, I, I don't have time to reset and try to do it all over again. So I'm good. And me and football have parted ways and, I'm, and I'm, I love her to death and she loves me back. But we just can't be together anymore. And, you know, which leads me into another transition into my life where I decided to scratch off a bucket list item. Um, 2011, I lost a few, I'm going to say 2011, a uh, a couple of years ago, I lost a very important person in my life. And that person, when that happened and then seeing all these other things going on, I decided to scratch a bucket list item off. So I said, hey. I love pro wrestling as much as I love football. Now, the thing about me expressing this pro wrestling thing is only so many people knew because I didn't want anybody to know. Not going to lie to you. Because I slick thought it was kind of embarrassing because every time I, what the certain people that I would bring it up to, it'll be like, oh, you're a wrestler. You're a pro wrestler. Ha ha. And, you know, and it was like, ha ha. Funny, funny. Like somebody even told me, what are you going through a midlife crisis? Stop the music for a second. All people that have the audacity to tell someone (laughs) that a midlife crisis, what the fuck is a midlife crisis? So you telling me because I've reached the age where I'm secure enough and I feel confident enough in trying something that I've always wanted to try. It's a midlife crisis. No, you simpleton. I'm doing something I've always wanted to do. And because you don't have enough balls to do it, don't get mad at me. I'm sorry. 
it's cool. You can sit up there and say whatever you want and, and, and try to talk crazy and be like, I can't believe you're wrestling and da 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 da. That stuff, kid. You out there in your drawers. No, I don't wear drawers. I'm sorry. I wear pants and a t shirt. Well, I don't. My boy Warren does. But I encouraged him. <laughs> but anyway, how it works. So I, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it how you could sit up there and say that someone is is, is is a midlife crisis because he decided to do he or she decided to do something they really, really want to do. So if you've been working and slaving at different jobs for 10, 15 years and then you saved your money up and you decided to own a hair salon or start a car detail or, you know, start a food shop or, or I mean, a food truck or do whatever it is you wanted to do. Is that a midlife crisis or is that you making a decision for you? Because I show up at a show and I go in there and wrestle 15 minutes. And yeah, maybe a hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> Some guys know what I'm talking about. Or it may be 15, it may be 20 bucks. But you could get hurt. You can get hurt stepping out the shower. So miss me with that. It's, it's no different than anything else. So stop, stop with that. But yeah, that's where I am. Me and football have gone left and I decided to grab wrestling and go right. And it's fun. It really is. And honestly, I'm pretty decent at it for not doing as long as I do it. And I know people are going to be like, I can't believe you do that fake stuff. Yeah, but you cried at the end of Endgame. You do know that those characters aren't real, right? <laughs> Just let's be honest. If you can go watch a DC or a Marvel movie, you're already watching wrestling. Oh, I'm so sorry if, you know, if that kind of, you know, you have no response. Oh, well, you know, it's OK. I completely understand. Things be that way sometimes. All right. So that's just that's where I am with football and how I turn to wrestling. Now, as far as with football, I got to. I got to reach out to some people. I, I just need everybody to understand this. I'm just talking to my guys back at home. And I'm not dogging you. Please believe me. I'm not dogging you. But people that know me know I have beef with a lot of stuff. So guess what we're about to do on this one? Hold on, Ashanti. Guys, if you are going to coach youth football, then I need you to hear me. And, and does this approach make sense to you? If you're ta starting tackle football at four years old, I suggest you don't. My opinion, I know they do it everywhere else. That's fine. To me, four should be flag. And it should be flag as far as the point to make sure we develop the basic fundamentals. Because if you think about it at four, if it's just flag, this is throw and catch. And, you know, little runs. And, you know, only thing comes, you get the fastest kid. You know, it's hard to stop him sometimes. But four, you develop the pass and catch. Work on it. And do it with flag. Let, Because you think about with flag, you have to reach and bend to grab the flag. That'll start slowly approaching them as far as the tackle process that you'll use with your head up, turtleneck, and all the other stuff. Five and six, put them in the equipment. Gradually build them up. To me, and five and six should be predominantly run. You throw the ball at least, you know, two times a quarter. Try it. Not just on two points. Try it. Try it. That's all I'm asking. Seven and eight, you are now approaching football. Seven and eight year olds to me, if you got a quarterback, now this is where if you have a quarterback makes sense. If you have a quarterback, man, try to throw that thing. Try to throw it. Try to throw the ball. Try it. 
we already know you're going to run, but there's eventually going to be times where you're going to roll up on the teams just as good when you go to these out-of-town tournaments. So try and throw the ball. At 9 and 10 years old, guys, you should be throwing the ball as if you're 11 and 12. Now, as far as development of a player, 7 and 8, this is where, you know, 5 and 6, you're picking up your tackle and things good. That's where you basically treat them kids. Let them have fun because they're 5 and 6 and they want to hit. So, man, treat it. You, first of all, go to YouTube and get that Seattle Seahawks tackling uh, um, video. Watch that thoroughly. Make your kids watch it. Make your coaches watch it. And then make sure that you're teaching those tackling aspects. Let them five or six-year-olds go out there and have fun, man, and teach them how to tackle. It's just like running around playing. Now, seven and eight, now people start developing a little bit early. And now those tackles go from uh to now you start getting that crack. Start hitting that pop, bringing that bike. Rayshon Bell, <laughs> LC, Rue. Um, start bringing that bike. So now you're going to get a little kid's going to be a shaky, a little hesitant. All right, man, but still try to hammer it home. Developing the kids. When you get to 9 and 10, now soldiers start coming out. You know who can and you know who can't. But develop the kids. Now, my biggest uh thing at 11 and 12 you should be developing kids for middle school football stop toss right toss left if nothing else if you want to toss right toss left dive right dive left and bootleg at least change your formations please please because i'm tired of hearing little league coaches going to high school games talking about man he was cool and little he was cold and little i don't know what this must be the coaching no boo boo if you had him first then you should have developed those work ethic skills in him to where he demands that from other coaches and then he wouldn't get any worse don't just say man you fast you this you're gonna be good yeah build him up but let him know you gotta work i guess y'all not Y'all let these kids know that what you see on tv is the end product trust me boss there was a lot before they got here you know what I'm saying? So do that. So 11 and 12 and all that stuff, man, develop these kids, start throwing the ball more, start incorporating uh, more high school uh, type offenses. So when they get to middle school, the middle school coaches understand, man, these kids came from a legit spread. Yeah. Or legit pro style or legit wishbone eh. or legit double wing eh, again or legit wing T. But anyway, it's still that prepare that's all i'm at no not and to prepare which means you as a coach must be prepared i really seriously truly believe that chattanooga should have one of the biggest coaches conventions ever with just chattanooga cleveland north georgia out to that marion county area you should have the biggest co- you should have coaches coming down. You can go to Alcoa, Nashville and get coaches and bring them guys together. And y'all sit in there and have coaches clinics and just have open forums and legitly listen, listen to other coaches. And learn. You sitting there watching TV and picked up a play that Ohio State ran and it broke off for 30 yards. But not once do you understand why the play broke off. What is the concept of the play? What is the spinoff of that play? Me personally, you can ask any other offensive coach, in my opinion. Well, again, this could be wrong. In my opinion, if you have one play, two by two receivers and run an inside zone, you should be able to spin that and run eight to ten different plays. You should have one formation with eight plays if you do it right. In my opinion, 
But again, my opinion is nothing because I am the new John Gruden. I am an unemployed football coach, this time by choice. <laughs> so that's just my thing. That was just me giving you a little heads up of what's going on with football um, and all that stuff. And my thoughts on football, because I think football is a great sport. I just wish coaches and and would seriously get focused some some not all some not all let me rewind that let me let me hold on let me make sure everybody hears all right let's go here hit the warning some coaches not all coaches this is not a me dog you this is just things that i've seen in the past and now with this podcast want to bring to the light all right good fantastic now there's later on like around August, I'm going to have uh, a little time where I talk to you parents about how this football thing works. Because y'all are expecting a whole lot for a whole lot of y'all to be keeping y'all ass at home. How the hell are you going to tell a coach, hey, can you bring my baby home? And when he drop it, the baby off home, it's five goddamn cars in the driveway. Oh, ooh, uh-oh, 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 Don't start that shit. All right. So, you know what time it is. Something like a podcast. Just looking for all DJs, all rappers, producers, singers, poets, spoken word. Looking for you to express yourself. Here on Something Like a Podcast, we are out to give an opportunity to the other guy. So, other guy, this is all for you. We need you to go to something like a podcast page on Facebook, put your name, drop us a couple of samples, and then maybe we'll select you as our unsigned hype artist of the week. Coming soon to something like a podcast just for you. owner a little extra you know i can't talk loud because we don't want the big major companies to hear but what i'm trying to do is let the small business owner owner get an opportunity to be heard you guys who got car details you guys that selling food uh you guys the t-shirt businesses lawn care services all you hair all that type of stuff i want to give you an opportunity to be heard so check this out. Go to something like a podcast on Facebook. Go to leave your name, some information, a picture of your business card. Just, you know, let me know about your business. Even a link to your page. And then I'll reach out to you and give you an opportunity to be heard. Now listen, you got to hurry up before these big businesses try to swoop in. I want to help the little guy. 
Alright, so hurry up. Get on now. Get! Alright, we are back. And we are now approaching um, the most important part of this first show, in my opinion. Um, a salute to mothers out there. Um, this weekend is a Mother's Day weekend. And I reached out to some of my family members and some of my closest friends in the world who are basically family. And asked them to, you know, send a little message to their mother and add, you know, tell them what Mother's Day means to them. Um, I'll go first. Mother's Day is extremely, extremely important to me. Um, my beautiful mother has dealt with three of the craziest men in the history of the world itself. My father, who is no longer with us, my youngest brother, and myself. And she has dealt with three athletic, focused on sometimes the wrong things in the world, driven men, and she is still here to tell her story. I want to tell you, Mama, I love you and adore you and feel that you are the most beautiful person in this world inside and out. You have dealt with your child, the oldest one speaking on my behalf, through some of the craziest things in the world. Some of the dumbest things that a human being could do. I have tried it and you have sat there and scolded me, but still there to love me. And even through me being a, a, a world-class fuck-up at times, you were still there. And you and I don't think that you felt that you were obligated to do it. I just think you loved me enough to where you felt, that poor child needs some help. <laughs> so, Mom, I want to tell you on this Mother's Day, I thank you. I truly thank you for everything that you have done to make me to be the man that I am today. to Paula I want to thank you for putting up with all this shit that this chocolate boy put you through years ago in the past and um, um, you didn't kill me <laughs> but you sat there and put up with the mess and when everything went sideways you still had your head up high and worked and did all the crazy things you had to do to make sure that those Two little girls are now two young ladies that are now doing things for themselves. And I know our situation ain't going to ever be whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but I would just like to say thank you for being a fantastic mother to those two beautiful girls that we helped bring into this world. Um, to light skin. I want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of you raising two very well-mannered strong men um i know they were younger but i have watched you mold and make and drive and make sure that those kids become what you see or think that they can be 
So I, I, I thank you for that. I, I truly appreciate you allowing me to watch you and study. Both of you. All three of you. And to my family and all ladies out there. You beautiful mothers out there in this world. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And Shale and Auntie and all y'all. But stop the music. Okay. My precious little cousin had a baby I think about a month or so ago and she is now a fresh mama and a new mama to this world and darling I want to tell you Taylor you're going to be fantastic at it baby you're going to be great your mom was fantastic at it so I'm pretty sure that you're going to be just as good okay so on that note we're going to um go into some of the other commercials you know some of the other commercials that I have with you know uh, my mother who's going to speak her part and you know it's just going to be fantastic so I would appreciate if everybody would just listen and enjoy alright this is and I just need to ask her first of all I love this woman with all my heart she brought a very adorable, cute, lovable, handsome, youngest child, and then there was me. So, <laughs> but, you know, that's how the world works. The second one is always, for some reason, eh, we don't have to get in all that. But my mom is right here. I know y'all hear her giggling in the background. But I just want to ask her, first of all, happy Mother's Day. Thank you, son. Way in advance. <laughs> but, um... What I would like to ask you is, what does Mother's Day mean to you? Well, Mother's Day is, I think, very important. When you have a child or more than one child and that those two sons that I happen to have that I raised... I tried to be the best mother that I knew how to be, and I always wanted children, and I was so grateful when I had both of you all. Yay. I, I cherish both of my sons, <laughs> and I think Mother's Day is special because of the children. Even though I am a mother and will always be a mother, I love my sons unconditionally. I love them with all my heart. But still, that. I am their mother. Yes, she is. Oh, my God. She is so good at what she does. I know you people are just sitting up there like, oh, my God. This is so yeah. It is. It was. It was beautiful. I know. Um, well, we're going to switch through here and probably knock out a couple. I feel Mother's Day is a special day to show more appreciation than you usually do to your mother or mother figures in your life. It's a lot that a mother goes through, but I don't think any mother would trade that in because of the unconditional love they have. To me, it's an honor to be a mother. I am so thankful for the gift of my kids. I mean, from feeling a tiny little human grow and move inside me to them growing up and giving me a headache, it's priceless. I love being a mother. And I love my mother so much. 
very special day for the lady who birthed you to carry you from the womb to you know wherever you are now but we do it all year but they just get that one one special they got two birthdays so that's special square up and throw shout out my aunt curly because when i play with glenn yeah, she was always. She know what's happening with me, right? She know how. Carla know what it is. Yeah, she know one time for Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> one time, man. So, you know, uh, it was like that. But this is the thing too, as far as the mothers, like in our family, with mothers, dude. There is Nikki. Okay, okay, we're gonna save her for last. We got Carolyn, who is like. She kind of took over the Audrey role yeah. to make sure you guys are super straight. Yeah. And when Audrey was here, which is our aunt um, now from St. Louis who passed some years ago, um, she was like the second in command with the making sure that you guys are doing what it is you're supposed to be doing in life. Carolyn was such a sports fanatic. She came through with, I stayed with me some fresh uh, Nike Black socks. Oh yeah, Christmas. she was all good. Oh, every Christmas, she was good for that. When Michigan came out, with hey, the black Cur- man, she was all in. Now that's one thing about Curlin. Curlin is probably the least athletic of the sisters, but is probably the most fanatic as far as a fan. It's like she figured, okay, well, I can't, I can't hoop like whatever. I can't do this, can't do that. But I love she it. Know it. She know it, dude. She will sit there and break tennis down to you and let you know everything about Serena, the any. Tennis player that is of of color, she's all in. Yeah. She know about football, and I'm not talking about, hey, what time the game come on? Like, so what that gonna do this on this Thanksgiving? Right. Like, she know what it is. Yeah. And but then if we go to Tosh, our cuz Tosh was cold in softball, hey, man. Peace. So yeah, Peace. so we had it like that. Then you got Brittany, who's a mother herself. Happy Mother's Day, Britt. Happy Mother's yeah. Day, Curlin. Happy Mother's Day, Tosh, because she claimed the dogs and, Ooh, and, and fur babies are people too. So day, yeah. so happy Mother's Day, Tosh. But to you know, like Britt, Britt was a baller. Yeah. She hooped. And, and she then, it's all about this. I don't know. I know she hooped. Oh. If she she probably Britt probably could if she wanted to. We know she could throw. Right. So if she wanted to, she probably could. And then her mom was a hooper at Brandon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nikki Nikki in the Hall of Fame. Come on, dog. Nikki in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to all the fellas, we will shout y'all out in June for Father's Day. But yeah. right now, we're just touching bases with the ladies in the family. Right. And then, okay, then Audrey was a cheerleader and a majorette, if I'm correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, that's Jess. And then our mom was just mom. Mom was just going to the game. She's just at the games. Mama could probably could play stuff, but mom, like me, embarrasses easily, so she ain't trying to get she out was there. She's pretty girl. Yeah. Know you know how it is. You know that. She ain't going to get the wrinkles she on the front of her shoes. <laughs> no creases. No, no creases. creases. You know what I'm saying? So we, I, I feel that. Um, then we go to daddy's side where the athletes run wild. Right. Man. Okay. There's two. There's two ladies. There's two girls. There was our auntie, who's called, we call her auntie. We do know her first name, but her first name to us is auntie. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what, majorette cheerleader? Track. Track. And then, through the church, softball. Right, yeah. And after, you know, you see church softball, you know, back then, you'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. And we had to go to a couple of games, and you get out there and see auntie getting it in. Oh, like, she was real. She and then can run. Man. Then, through her, you get shell. Softball, yeah. I think um, softball and volleyball. 
You know what I'm saying? Rochelle. Then Rochelle. Uh, happy Mother's Day, Shell. Happy Mother's Day, Auntie. Yeah, Auntie. Birth. And then you and the family. We want to say Happy Mother's Day happy to y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Special. Happy Special. Mother's happy Mother's Day to y'all. To, to y'all listening, I know y'all, at this point, matter of fact, to all the listeners out there, ladies, all the mothers out there, a special happy Mother's Day to you. Um, may it be a fantastic day. Listen, whatever, however your life is set up, whether you, you know, is you a single mom, you got somebody else, you know, there's another, your baby, you know, say however the whole deal is set up, enjoy your Mother's Day. Gotcha. Make it, you know what I'm saying, make it your you Mother's Day. It. Exactly. You you, exactly. This is your time to shine, ladies. So enjoy every second of it. Enjoy every moment, and just yay, <laughs> <laughs> yay to the mother of the world. Hi, I'm Dexter Abernathy the Fourth, the owner and proprietor of Cove Two Sports and Entertainment. On behalf of Dame Smith and something like a podcast, we want to thank you guys for listening. And we hope you come back next time. Thank you kindly.